are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Guys, dealpad.io is launched in 2021. They're doing $200,000 a month today in revenue, up from $100,000 a month just a year ago. And total revenue in 2021, that first year, was 400 k Adam's done this a couple of times. He knows what it's like to bootstrap to many millions in revenue to keep his options open. That is what he's doing today with 160 customers. Again, dealpad.io is helping you understand how to get your whole team organized around a sales process, specifically the buyer collaboration platform for sales teams, hoping it to end this year at 2.7 million bucks of ARR. He's got a team of 16 people, five engineers, four sales reps, two carry quota as he looks to continue to scale. Hey folks, my guest today is Adam Baker. He is building dealpad.io, which is a buyer collaboration collaboration platform for sales teams. He's a three-time SaaS founder, ex-Salesforce VP of sales. He's been there. He's done that. Adam, ready to take us to the top? Hey, Nathan, how are you doing? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm good. What does that mean? Buyer collaboration platform for sales teams. Yeah, that's that's really important because it's a differentiation um, that, that I think um, most sales teams aren't really thinking about. So today, m- most sales teams have invested in what I would call internal um, software for their sales teams. So Gong, Outreach, Clary, a CRM. We, we are an external um, uh, a kind of a piece of software that sales teams use to align with their buyers. So it's, it's buyer collaboration. So we're, we're very much focused on picking this, the, the, the sales team up at the point that a deal becomes an opportunity and taking them all the way through to closing that with a customer. So it's buyer collaboration. And give us an update. You came on in July of 22. You said you had about a hundred customers. How many today? Yeah, we've got about 160 now, just over 160. So we've, we've, we've doubled revenue this year. That's okay. I think you told me revenue last time was 1.2. So you're at 2.4 run right now? About 2.3. Yep. 2.3. That's great. And still, uh, wait, let me see. Yeah, you're basically bootstrap. You had 120K seed back in the day, right? Yeah, we went through, uh, we went through Textos, um, and, and they, they put some money in. Um, that's yeah. it. That's all though, right? That's it. And you have to remind me, did you invest a bunch of your own per, I mean, you've had success. Did you invest, invest a bunch of your own personal money in the MVP or no? Yeah, I did. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. How big of a risk did you take back then? Um, not a huge amount, like hundreds of thousands, not like, you know, millions. Okay. It's, it's, well, it's all relative. You know, someone out of school is going to go hundreds of thousands. Oh my God, that's so much. Somebody else is going to be like, oh, that's pennies, you know? All right. So you risked your own money. Um, that was, you know, you launched, I think you said in 20, late 2021, early 2022, right? Yeah, late 21. We, we launched the platform. We were building it from the beginning of 21. Um, essentially, in our first year, which was 2021, we, we booked about 400K of, of ARR. Um, last year, we did um, about 1.2. Yeah. And this year, we're going to finish on about two point, anywhere between 2.7 and 3. That's great. Where's most of that growth come from? You know, 100 customers to 160, 170. What channels are you using? Well, we've been to your conferences a couple of times. Um, and, thank you, thank you. Uh, they've, they've genuinely worked very well for us. Um, so I think events have worked well um, for us. 
um, we we find that um, we're able to meet the right people at these these events and, and show them the platform. Um, we do a lot of um, our work on LinkedIn. Um, our buyers are all on LinkedIn, um, so we're quite intentional about how we use LinkedIn. What does that mean? Uh, what do you do on LinkedIn? Um, so we've got a really nice hack um, where we will find um, somebody that we believe is our ideal buyer and is an is, and can be an influencer. So they're not just a you know chief revenue officer they're a chief revenue officer with a big network and, and we we gauge that by how many followers they have and then we'll we'll, we'll link in with them and we'll follow them um, mm-hmm. and t- the way that most people have particularly the high the people with the high follower amount of followers is you don't connect with them now you follow them but what mm-hmm. it means is that um, you do follow them so you don't have to wait for a connection and now you get all their posts and so what we what we're looking for is who's commenting on those posts who's liking those posts how relevant are they to us and then we build out and expand our, our kind of sphere of influence that way that manually you're clicking on an influencer's post and seeing if they got 200 likes you're looking at every single like and then how do you do that we yeah we, we um we've got we have got some software that automates a bit of it but a lot of that is manual um what, what's the software that you use uh, we use a software called connected hmm. okay okay uh, and you're like they're doing well you like them yeah yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good um but a lot of the work we do with this is manual. And so um, our SDRs carve out um, a piece of their day every single day to do this inside LinkedIn. And How many SDRs? Uh, we've got four. And how, what, how much time do you require they do this on LinkedIn? Uh, an hour a day. Wow. Okay. Okay. So four hours. And then how, how does Connected support what they're doing? So Connected will automate the outreach that we have to them. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. So, we'll, so we'll we'll find them because that needs to that almost needs to be you know are, are they are they our ideal buyer you know what are they speaking about what you know what what topics are they are they kind of liking and posting on um, is this relevant to us so that needs to have some kind of human um, kind of element to it and then we'll use connected to automate any outreach we have to them. That's that, connected.io, that, that, right? Yeah, exactly. Connected.io. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. how many, there's four SDRs. What's the total team size today? Um, we're 16. Six, one, okay, flesh out the rest of the team for me. How many engineers? Yeah, so we've got um, five engineers. Um, we've got um, Kim and I. So Kim's my co-founder and CTO. Um, we've got um, one product, one design, two CS, um, four, a, uh, four SDRs, okay. two engineers. The, the, do the SDRs carry a quota or only the eight, the two uh, uh, A's? Only the A's carry quota. Yeah. I see. I see. How did you, I mean, you've done this now, you, you built uh, your last company to four or five million bucks of ARR before getting the deal pad. I imagine you use a sales team there as well. When you hire these first two quota carrying reps, how do you go about setting their quota and how much time do you give them to ramp to that quota before you say, you're not doing it, you're fired? Yeah, so all of the early sales are founder-led for me. So I, I do all the sales initially. Um, mm-hmm. And when I get to a point where I, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm at a limit um, and I know then how much I'm booking, um, I will then, that, that kind of is, is one of the first kind of triggers for me to want to go out and hire an AE. In terms of um, quota, it, it depends on how much you pay them. Uh, and and so, so typically, you know, if I'm paying an AE 100K, I want I want 600k in revenue back from that a, a year. That's 100k base or base plus commission. Base plus commission. So so essentially, the, the, we're we're paying them 200k if they deliver um, 600. 
Okay, it's a hundred K base. If they get six hundred K quota target hit, then they get another hundred K on top of that. So OTE on target earnings is two hundred K for that AE. Yep, exactly. So we I want see. between six and seven hundred fifty K back. Um and there's a ramp, obviously. So in 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 kind of year one, it would it we wouldn't expect seven fifty from them. Um but we would over the over the kind of uh, as we went into year two. Are you guys remote or in person? We're all remote. How do you deal with document control? You know, the sales team puts together a script that works well, but then you have a new salesperson that doesn't know the script exists. So they make another document before you know it. You don't know what the master documents are. You don't know where the official scripts are. How do you manage that? Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. I've got a process nailed down. Um, and so a number of things um, that go into that. One is that we record all of our sales calls, um, both the meetings that we have on Zoom, um, but also the calls that we make, um, the cold calls. And so we optimize and um, everything. What software? We, uh, we're just at HubSpot. We record from HubSpot. Um, you can record and, in HubSpot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And so we 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 have weekly reviews where we 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 play back the calls. I sit and listen to a lot of the calls as well. Um, and so we can coach and we can really optimize on you know what how do we get to a repeatable script where it's working most of the time so it doesn't it doesn't matter about who it is if if anybody says this it's probably going to work um it's just a time thing and you go through it and optimize it but we record everything so and we play everything back so so what is your cadence is it every friday for two hours you listen to recordings as a sales team yeah it's it's once a week um not on friday once a week um two hours two hours and when do you do it monday wednesday friday we do it on a wednesday Two hours on Wednesday. Interesting. And how do you like, okay, if you listen to a call recording in HubSpot and it's 20 minutes and you have a bunch of notes from it, where do you document like the changes you want to see made and then test the week after if that sales rep to use the updated script? Like how, how do yeah. you create that rhythm? Yeah. So, we, so we've got a master document in we shoot drive, Google drive. Um, and so we're, we've all got access to it. And so it's uh, an iterative um, kind of document that we, um, that we update um we're at a point now we don't change it that much you know there 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 are tweaks um but it it was like really iterative for 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 a long time how many pages Uh, is that google doc um i don't know i can tell you i'm just curious order of operation five pages yeah it's probably five or six pages at the moment okay interesting and what are the sec what are the major sections of that document is it like call scripts um call objection handling like what are the headers in that document yeah, so it's opening. I think the opening part of a call is the most important because it's going to give you the opportunity to talk. Um, you know, a lot of our, um, a lot of, um, SDRs I see just get hung up on a lot. And, and so, you know, you don't even have an opportunity to say what you're doing. I think the second thing is, um, how do you cut through people that aren't listening and will just give you a, an answer to say they're not interested, but they don't know what they're not, what they're not interested in because they haven't listened to you. So how do you get them to listen? So what's the value prop? What's the compelling statement that's going to surface some pain? It's going to give you another 30 seconds to talk to them. So we look at opening, we look at um, that kind of the whole value statement. It's going to op- open them up a little bit. We we never ask closed questions. So we're always asking open questions to try and open them up. So Give me an example see- of a closed question. Oh, um, did you have a good day today? And give me an example of an open question. Um, how's your day? Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah. So how how how's your day? You're going to say, yeah, it was great. I did this. I did this. The weather was pretty shit, but whatever. Um, a closed question is, you know, did you have a good day today? Yes. No. 
Um, and so we always try to open up with a question that's going to help us explore a pain that they might have. Um, and, and a really, a really great opener that we, we, um, that we use is, um, Hey, Nathan, we speak to lots of people like you every day. And this is what we hear. Are you seeing the same thing? Right. Are you asking your teams to do anything differently? You know, how are you thinking about this, this topic? Yeah. Right. Now? Yep. Um, and so we, we try and show them that, you know, we do speak to these, these similar people every day and we are hearing these, the similar things. Is it the same for you? And how are you thinking about it? Mm-hmm. Um, do you so subscribe we, we to a target talk time? In other words, if it's a 30 minute call, will you look at each call and say, Hey, sales rep, do you talk for 60% of the call? That's too much. Get under 20. So we try and keep those, we call them, so our, this stage is a cold call and we try and keep that down to 10 minutes max. And, and so either we try and qualify them on that first call. Um, if we need more time, we'll set that as a, as a second step. Um, but typically we try and optimize that call to qualify them either in or out. And if it's in, then right, get your calendar out. Let's go into a deeper discovery. It's probably going to take 35 to 40 minutes. Um, and we'll do this with some, some of the wider team. Yep. Yep. If you had to pick a book that most accurately captures what you believe about how sales should be done at DealPad, what book would that be? For example, at FounderPath, it's definitely Neil Rackham's Spin Selling. Yeah. Um, so I think it would be Challenger, the Challenger okay. set. Um, you know, we are, uh, you know, particularly in, in our market, um, our buyers don't necessarily know they've got a problem. Um, and so we need, to, we need to challenge them on it. We need to challenge them on what they're doing today because we know that we can optimize what they do. And, you know, you'll have a sales team um, that will say, we've got all the software we need. Oh, so you're hitting quota. Well, no, we're not. All right, so there's <laughs> a gap, right? Where, where, where is the gap here? Is it top of the funnel? Is it, is it inside the deal in mid-funnel? Um, and, and really try and understand where the gap is for them and, and really try and challenge them to think about where that gap is. And then what's missing? You know, what could you do? So yes. Oh, great. So you, you did an 80% year last year. Fantastic. But you know, if we could get you another 30% and you, you, you know, you did 110%, what would that mean to your business? How could it grow faster? Mm-hmm. How many more people could you hire? And so it's not necessarily about what you're doing today. It's about what you're missing and, 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 you know, what we can get, how, where we can get you to. That, yep, that, that all that's, makes, that, that's the challenge itself. <clears throat> that all makes good sense. Are you so? What's the plan for the next year? Do you, do you anticipate raising, or do you think you'll stay basically bootstrapped? Um, I mean, I've, I've obviously this to you a long, for a long time now. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll bootstrap for as long as we can. Um, but I think there'll be a point where um, we can accelerate quite heavily if we do start to um, bring some money in. And that doesn't mean necessarily that we'll raise. You know, we could debt finance. Yeah. We could we could do a whole bunch of stuff, right? Um, but I think it will probably makes sense for us to, to, to bring some money in um, at some point next year. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Well, you go, you obviously know me well, you know what I'm always biased towards debt, but how do you think about debt versus equity if you want to raise money next year? I think it depends what you want to do, right? So I think that if, um, if you, if you really genuinely think that you could build a, a hundred million dollar business, then you're probably going to want to go out for venture money because you're going to need to raise two or three times. Um, and, and debt probably won't help you do that over the longer term. I think if you, if you think and you're happy to build out a 20 million ARR business, um, and flip it for, for 200 million, um, then debt could be a, a really good opportunity for you because you don't have to go out and raise all those venture rounds and you retain the equity. You just nailed it. You always just, 
it's so weird. The way you phrase the last minute of you speaking is like, there's nothing wrong with a $20 million company that you sell for 3X. There's a, that's a great way to get rich. There's so many ways. There's so many buyers. Let me tell you that 99.9% of companies don't get past 10 million. Like, you know, if you're, if you're a business that's sitting on 10 million ARR right now, you've got a great company. And, and, you know, you can get that to 50. You can probably get it to a hundred. It's, I think the expectations of, of these venture led investors, particularly, are just completely skewed to these unicorns and these outliers. And, and it doesn't help, um, founders who are building great companies who are, you know, 10 or, or on their way to 10 million revenue could probably get to 20. I mean, if you sit down and spoke to 99% of, of software founders today and you said, Hey, look, I'm going to get, I'm going to get you to 20 million ARR and you can flip for, for 200 million. Are you okay with that? They will bite your hand off for it. Yep. 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. It's difficult to get to, and it's a fantastic achievement. Uh, well, Adam, listen, I miss hanging out with you. Hopefully I'll see you at the next SaaS open or we'll meet up at a Soho house somewhere or whatever. But in the meantime, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, your favorite book. Um, or oh, I'm reading, um, oh, I'm, I'm, thank you for being late. I'm reading that number, right now. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Not at the moment. Number there three, favorite, favorite online tool besides your own. Um, favorite online tool. Um, we're, we're into Apollo right now. Yep. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven. Seven. Okay. And situation, married, single kiddos? Single daughter okay and you i think you had a birthday i think you're are you 48 or 49 now i'm 49 49 nice okay last question something you wish you knew when you were 20 um go slower <laughs> guys and, he uh, lo- go ahead go ahead no no, no. Go, go slower i think is the, is the thing that I, i'd probably coach myself on guys dealpad.io is launched in 2021 they're doing two hundred thousand dollars a month today in revenue up from a hundred thousand a month just a year ago and total revenue in 2021 that first year was 400k adam's done this a couple of times he knows what it's like to bootstrap to many millions in revenue to keep his options open that is what he's doing today with 160 customers again dealpad.io is helping you understand how to get your whole team organized around a sales process specifically the buyer collaboration platform for sales teams, hoping it to end this year at 2.7 million bucks of ARR. He's got a team of 16 people, five engineers, four sales reps, two carry quota as he looks to continue to scale. Adam, thanks for taking us to the top. Awesome. Thanks, Nathan.